Hello and welcome to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendeika. With me as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. We are locked in on a day where we are recording on the, the Sunday of the NFL Divisional Playoff Games. Uh, we're talking the first two of those games. Um, we'll hit a quick hitter later this week as we talk about the last two games, as well as previewing the NFC and AFC Championship games. So be on the lookout for that later this week. Um, we've also obviously got a ton of wrestling news to get to today. We got some individual superstar news. We've got the Royal Rumble that we have to talk about. Lots of stuff in today's episode. It's a football wrestling type of day, Mike. Football and wrestling type of day. Um, before we get to those topics, though, is there any other news in the world of sports that we think we need to bring up? Was that was that a key for me to say something? No, I'm just asking you legitimately because oh. you follow basketball and other things more. I know we had that trade, uh, the Siakam trade. But, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, that we don't happens. live in Indiana, so no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's uh, it's uh, a thing. I was, a I, thing. Was, I, was, I was sad that Dallas didn't try to trade for him, but yeah. they asked for like 19 first-round picks. So yeah. I said, yeah, pretty I much. Can live without yeah, that. Rick Carlisle's like, give it to me. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. Um, yeah. Other than that, I don't think there's anything crazy. Are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? I don't know. <laughs> can, can I can I start the push for Luca for MVP yet, or is it too early? I listen. I am full on. Go for it. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Listen. I ding ding. Because right? we're like, trying. Yep. Absolutely. Because we're we're trying to we're, they're trying to get the SGA for MVP, and I said no, no, no. What? It's another guard that I want to win MVP first. Yeah. Does or, the MVP come out? Is it like the NFL for the NBA? Is it a regular season MVP? Mm-hmm. It is. Okay, I couldn't remember. I always get confused because I know like the NFL one is. Right? Yeah, but like I didn't remember if NBA's came out before or after the uh, you finals. Mean, oh no! So usually it comes out in like the middle of the playoffs. That's what I thought. Some, yeah, because Giannis like, won it the one year when he got eliminated. Yeah, right? and he got and he yeah. received it from home basically. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I was gonna say that because if like if Luca Joel, goes on a run and one goes to the finals, then I'm like, oh well. Yeah, no, they, the voting happens before, or, like, so, like, the season normally ends on a Wednesday. The playoffs start on a Saturday. The voting is, like, that Wednesday to Saturday. I got you. So. Yeah, before the playoff. Which is why everyone, whenever the MVP gets announced. No one cares. Everyone, no one, no one cares. And, two, everyone's like, are you sure he's the MVP? Look what this so guy's doing so in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And I go, but it's not a playoff award. Right. It's the same thing when, like, if Lamar got eliminated yesterday. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, how is he the regular, he's a regular season MVP. Right. It's right. not the playoff MVP. Exactly. There's not yeah. a playoff MVP. Yeah, right. Um, no, for sure. Yeah, that's good, though. Yeah, sure. You guys heard it here first, right? Start I'm a hashtag report. Luca for MVP. Hashtag Luca for MVP. We don't yeah. want Joel Embiid in there again. He yeah, can't do anything. I'm good. Jokic is fine. <laughs> he he puts if, in triple if, doubles every day. Okay, I want to ask you this real quick because we're on this ad hoc basketball topic that we were not planning on starting the show with, but yeah. I figured we'd do it anyway. If if Jokic wins another championship, okay. are you going to actually burst into flames? <laughs> or have no. you grown to respect the game? No, I respect the game. <laughs> I just get annoyed at the game. Listen, uh, I get annoyed at the run yeah. more than the game. Okay. I was like, listen. Love, love him to death. Yeah. I don't really love him to no, death, you don't. but I, I, I'll bit. say I love him you to love, death. You love Mini Jokic a lot. I do love Mini Jokic yeah. a lot. <laughs> but when you beat the eight seed, the five seed, the seven, and then the eight seed. I'm seeing dubs, bud. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
Yeah. It's like when I criticize the Chiefs for beating the Texans and then the Titans to make yeah. the Super Bowl. Right. It's like one of those at where home. I go, at all at home, <laughs> when like you were the three seed but somehow got all these home games still, yeah. I went... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen, that was almost the Lions potentially after this weekend. It might, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Except uh, the Rams are maybe a little better. And yeah. then they'd have to play the Niners who are right, good. So right. if they put listen, if they had to play the pack listen to this. Yeah. If they played the six seed Rams, four seed Bucks, and seven, seven seed, seed Packers, Packers yeah. I'd go, Good for them. Never gonna happen. You didn't again. play a single good yeah. team in there. <laughs> For sure. You uh, skipped out every week when we were like, okay. oh, here are the four best teams in the NFC. You didn't play any of yeah. them. It would have been crazy. Okay, last one on this. If okay. Jokic wins another title, okay, okay, he wins another championship, right? Who do you want to hit with your car first, Mahomes or Jokic? <laughs> Let's assume okay. Mahomes doesn't okay, win this Mahomes year. He's already win. got two, right? Does so he, they both have two now. Does he lose to the Bills this weekend? Yes. Oh, definitely Jokic. Okay, yeah, because then you you have a vindication. I have a vindication because he, game, can't, he, uh, the, can't, the yeah, road he game. can't win road games. <laughs> I love it. Okay, if cool. Jokic wins again, I go. No one can stop him. He's just okay. Good. What if what if Mahomes makes the Super Bowl, but just plays like he does in the Super Bowl, which is ass, mm. and then loses to the Lions? Yeah, sure. Oh, then I'll be static. Yeah. Oh, oh that would be the best. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That'd be, that'd we can be dream. Best. We can dream. Honestly, We're almost there. Honestly, if he makes the Super Bowl and loses either to the Lions or to Brock Purdy, yeah. we're all making fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> this is all true. This is all true. <laughs> he cannot I'll lose. be drunk off the off the after-party champagne, but it ain't going to matter. Uh, that's funny yeah, you shit. can't lose to Jared Goff and or Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl. Speaking of Brock Purdy, this is a perfect segue because this is what we do. We're professionals mm-hmm. here. Let's talk about this. I, 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 let's start with the good game because the other game we can pass by in about five minutes. Okay. Um, 49ers, Green Bay. Niners get the win, 24-21. Uh, last play of the game is uh, Jordan Love. Terrible, terrible interception. We'll get to it. But I, I kind of want to start the talk, though, right? I thought it was a pretty good game if you were not a fan of either team and you are just watching, mm-hmm. right? Now, I was conflicted as a Lions fan. I'm sure you were a little bit, too, where you're like, I would like to see Green Bay win because that means the Lions potentially could have another home playoff game if they took care of business against Tampa. But at the same time, I hate the Packers with every moral fiber of my being. But I also don't really like the Niners either. So it's like I don't, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't, I, 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 don't, I don't dislike the Niners. I'm just not a Brock Purdy guy, and I'm tired of all the love he's getting. But um, did you have a rooting interest one way or the other? Were you hard Lions like the stance on? Hey, listen, I. Want the Lions to get the job done against Tampa, so whatever the easiest path for the Lions is going to be, or did you care? Because you're, you're one of those fans where, like, when your team, like if Seattle or the Lions aren't in it, or even if they are, you're like, I get that, but also I want to see the best possible games. Yeah, I didn't really have a rooting interest in this one necessarily okay. because yeah. I thought, I was actually, like, I understand the Lions get a home playoff game if they played the Packers. Packers are hot as shit right I now. I did not want to play the Packers. And That's why I didn't want to play them in the, in the first round. Yeah. Exactly I, was like, I was like, they're throwing the ball around, and if yep. they bring what they brought on Thanksgiving, I don't know if you're going to stop that. Well, they or... couldn't run. They can't. I mean, they're running the ball so damn well. I go, I did not want to play the Packers. I was yeah. very adamant. But everyone's asking me, Rams or Packers? I go, Rams. 100% Rams. Like, oh, Rams won 8 on I don't care. Yeah. Do not, I don't want to play the Packers. It's yeah. a divisional opponent. They know you too well. Yeah, so Packers were tough, and then the Niners, I think, are the best team in the NFC as yeah. a collective right. unit. Either way, it's not a good tough. matchup. So I was like, you yeah. don't have a great matchup in there, yeah. so I was kind of indifferent, yeah. and I was like, whoever... Just the, get there. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was because like, we still have a game to play as yeah. of this recording. Exactly. So if the Bucks win, all that talk yeah. just goes out the window, because it's right. like, it doesn't matter who won. Exactly. Um, but I was I would say, in a general generality, yeah. I wanted the Niners, because I think Niners... 
Lions or Niners Bucks mm-hmm. would be more interesting. Yeah, if the Packers won and then somehow the Bucks win and you got Bucks Packers, I'd go. This who, is a lot less sexy yeah. than a couple years ago. I was like, who, who, who really? Yeah, he had Brady and, and Rodgers like yeah. three years ago, and now you get this. Yeah, exactly. And then so, whoever's coming out of that, you're like, yeah. So Baltimore's, so Baltimore's going to kill one yeah. of them. Cool. Right. So um, I, I was kind of, I guess, in Niners camp, but I didn't yeah. really even care. Yeah, it was a good game overall. Right. I want to. I want to start this conversation on on Brock Purdy and his performance because. Uh, every talking head is going to go, oh, that was the drive. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Brock Park. Oh, yeah, it was the best. Bryce, I mean, oh, my God. Um, I did not watch the same game that those talking heads watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he looked terrible in this game. I really do. I thought he did have one good drive. And now, listen, he won the game. I get that. All the props to you, right? But the But the Packers gave you the game. Yeah. They gave them the game. I, I feel like this is not, and this is the problem I have when we try to anoint quarterbacks as the next Joe Montana, no pun intended because they both play for San Francisco, or the next Brady or the next guy, right? Because it's so very rarely where that guy is actually the guy. How mm-hmm. long have we been trying for Dak Prescott to be the guy? Mm-hmm. For, since the moment he stepped on the field, right? Oh, this fourth round, blah, blah, blah. Like, the story is great. Is he a bad quarterback? I don't think he's awful. Is there at least 10 other guys I'm probably taking, though, over him? Probably on a given week. I just, looking at that game yesterday, I saw the ceiling for the San Francisco 49ers. They may even win the Super Bowl this year, right? And if they do, God bless them. But you cannot win consistent championships at any sort of level with him as your quarterback. Mm-hmm. I am I am in that camp now. You will you you don't have the ability to constantly protect the most important position on the field at all times. Trent Williams is getting older. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey is got Listen, McCaffrey's been a godsend. At what point does the running back wheels fall off, mm-hmm. right? At some point, this is going to have to become Brock Purdy's team. Yeah. And that's when I think shit hits the fan. I am not in the camp. Yesterday, I think, was a perfect example. You're at home off a two-weeks rest, which I also think kind of played a little bit of a part in this. Mm-hmm. I get it was bad weather, but he was absolutely anemic for four, three and three-quarter quarters of that game yesterday. Am I wrong? Am I being too harsh on his performance? I just was like, this is exactly why they made the deal to get Trey Lance. No. It's exactly why. Because no, they felt like they needed that guy. No, you're not wrong. Because I said the same thing yeah. about Garoppolo. Yeah. I say the same thing about golf. Right. I go, I, these are just guys I don't necessarily trust. Same thing about Baker. Right. I don't, it's just guys I don't necessarily trust. Mm-hmm. When push comes to shove, right. you're going to just, oh, yeah, you're definitely the guy to get me. Now, mm-hmm. like you said, the 49ers could win the Super Bowl this year. The Lions could win, win the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl with golf. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I'm not like, oh, yeah, I love my chances going into Super Bowl against Baltimore with Jared Goff as my quarterback. Right. I just, I just right. don't. It's a, it's a hard me. sell to it's, make. Yeah. So um, I agree with you. I think he was bad most of the game. Yeah. But I do think the last drive, yeah, I understand it's like check down central. Yeah. They just gave up the Packers. Like, yeah, the you, Packers, you didn't do anything crazy. Yeah, the Packers... <laughs> 
sold you the game. Yeah. And Purdy said, I'll buy it. Yeah, sure. I'll throw, I'll, a, yeah. I'll throw a six yard pass to yeah. McCaffrey that goes for 12. Yeah. I'll throw a 10 yard out to Brandon Ayuk who drops it to 20. Like, right. I'll just give what you take me down the field right. because you're giving it to me. Right. Like, I don't need to make these Mahomes. Yeah, I got four minutes 40. in the game. I got plenty of time to go down the field and score. It, yeah. No rush. No I rush. Have probably the best play caller in football, right? Or yeah. one of them. Yeah, one know? of the top three or five yeah, or whatever right. it is. So, yeah, like, I don't think it was. Like a bad performance by any means, but I don't think it was. It wasn't a performance that was like, oh yeah, look at Brock Purdy go. Right. I always looked at Brock Purdy as like the sixth most important offensive piece for them. Yeah. No shit. Seriously. And I and and that's the thing, right? Like, listen, I'm not trying to bury the kid, whatever. But I just the those were the games where I go. This is the difference between a quarterback who is truly elite and who is that guy. Who is that guy compared to a guy where hey. You know, on a day to day, on a day to day, week to week, yes, we can build a good enough roster around this guy to win games, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's why the Lions have actually seen some success with golf is because they look, is he a top five quarterback in the league? No, but is he a top fifteen quarterback in the league? Yes. Mm-hmm. Can we win with this if we provide him the necessary support? No. Yes. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's he's, build a competent team around a guy who we think is not going to kill us. Yeah, he's he's in that tier of like game like high quality game manager quarterback yes. where everything's going well and everything's going well. He's not gonna turn the ball over, he's not yep. gonna force you to lose. Right. He just might not tip you to win right if he if and he does turn the ball over he's a direct correlation to you losing football games mm-hmm. and that's what i think brock purdy is when when purdy struggled this year and was turnover sense for those three games they lost three yeah. straight games and, right? you know, and the crazy part is those games the three game stretch he didn't have debo nope. Ayuk, or trent williams right and you go oh so we don't have right all of your avengers ready for you yeah Exactly. Fall apart and, and like I said, I think this is why the Niners took that big swing the year after they went to the Super Bowl is because they realized that while Jimmy G got us there, when we needed a throw, when we needed to make that one time throw, that one dr- we needed that one drive, we need whatever. And you saw it even against like the Rams, right? The year they yeah. won the Super Bowl, where it's like, hey, you got the ball in your hands, two minutes left, go get us this win. And, you know, strip sack fumble, whatever. Yeah. Like they needed. They felt they needed that guy, mm-hmm. and they didn't get it obviously because Trey Lance's ass. But that was the the rationale behind it. Yeah. I don't think that has changed. I think the difference is you're seeing them because I think it's a better team around mm-hmm. Purdy than it was Garoppolo. You know, CMC included now, right? Where you go, okay, you know, maybe we do have enough to get this guy here, right? It's yeah. like, let's just pull this kid around, and all we have to tell him is don't fuck it up, and we'll handle the rest. Yeah, I would say to Purdy's credit, though, yeah. I do think, at least in direct correlation to, like, Goff and Garoppolo, yeah. I think he's a little more agile. Yeah, he's a little more athletic. Pot, like, yeah. you, there are times where he can step in, and he rolls, like, the throw to Kittle, yeah. the touchdown to Kittle, steps in, rolls right, and mm-hmm. then throws a nice pass over the top of a defender to Kittle. Yeah. I go, stuff like that is, like, what Garoppolo could not do. Do, right, like at all, yeah. and golf does on a very limited basis. Right, but Purdy does that. Yeah, I think I think the difference between Garoppolo and and Purdy is that is their athleticism. I would say if we're comparing him to Golf in particular, I think Golf does a better job of, because he's not elusive of standing in the pocket, knowing I'm going to get obliterated on this throw, 
but I'm still going to. Yeah, he you know stands I mean? in. Purdy doesn't Purdy stand do, in. Purdy throw. does no. not know how to do that. But he's and, athletic and, enough yeah, to, yeah, get to get out, out of there. To, yeah. to, uh, to try to make yeah. a throw on the run so he doesn't have to take the hit. Yeah. Which is, I just, you know. that was the game where I was like, oof, this is not great. Now let's flip side to that, right? We go to Jordan Love and his performance, right? I thought Jordan Love had a nice game. I thought he took what the defense gave him. I don't think he made any quote unquote huge big time throws. But I don't think that's also a knack, a knock against him. He wasn't yeah. asked to, right? Like they ran the ball so effectively. Aaron Jones was a godsend. The fact that he's probably going to be gone next year because he took a big pay cut to stay this last season, I wouldn't be shocked if he's like, mm, "We're going well, re- to redo this contract." Or he's I on leave. a contract for twenty four, right? But, but he took like a six million dollar pay cut yeah. to stay last year, so it's like or this year. So I'm like, mm. if I'm Aaron Jones, I'm like, mm, you need me to make sure that <laughs> we have some semblance of balance cool. here, but. Um, you know, I thought he played relatively well, all things considered. I thought he had a bad throw that caused the first pick. He just missed the yeah. tight end run across there. And then, you know, the end of the game throw, you you said it perfectly when we were talking about this off air. It was like, yep, that's your first time quarterback rookie. Yeah. Not understanding the moment throw, mm-hmm. right? Um, give me your kind of your thoughts on Love in his performance overall. Because I thought he was fine. I thought he moved the ball consistently. I think they had the same problem that Stafford had last week against the Lions. You just couldn't score. Couldn't, you no. couldn't score touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I think they just had red zone troubles. Um, they didn't get to the red zone, kick field goals, yep. just like the Rams did in the second half of the Lions game. Mm-hmm. And I think Love played really well. I thought for first-year starting quarterback like C.J. Stroud, yep. their first games, they both had, like, perfect passer ratings. And, like, weirdly, like, the exact same stat line. Yeah, it was C.J. and Jordan, like, 16 for 21, 300 yeah. yards. Against two defenses. Oh, this defense is really good. good. Both Cleveland and Dallas was, like, hard pass. Yeah, like, it was a very weird, like, identical. And then the second, but C.J. obviously played much better Baltimore defense, I think. So he oh, had struggled. But they both played top defenses, and I think they both had unique struggles yeah. in a second playoff game right. against like you could tell they were like, oh, this is wild card weekend and this is divisional round weekend. Like you yeah. could like the it intensity was like, ramped the intensity up. ramped up and you were like, oh, so this is like this feels different. We're on the road against the Niners to go to the NC title game. Oh. Yeah. yeah. CJ was like, oh, we're on the road to Baltimore right. for Baltimore huh. to play their first home yeah. championship game in like since like yeah. 1971 or yeah. whatever it was. Right. It was like, oh, this just feels different. Yeah. And they just, I just don't think either one of them were really ready for it. No, so. I think they were both, you know, I thought they played fine, right? I thought Stroud had a rough day, but that Baltimore defense is so complete, right? I thought they, you know, overall, like, I thought I thought Love, I know everyone's going to really shit on Love today in the next couple days, right, because of the throw. Mm-hmm. I understand. That was a bad decision. Bad throw, bad decision, bad yeah. everything. was but, not good. Yeah, but if you're going to be one of those, like, normal fans that say everything, yeah. if that kicker makes the kick right, right then you're, you're tied. That, then it's tied so the interception doesn't kill you. It just put, it probably puts you in overtime. Right, exactly. So, you know what I mean? So, yeah. it's like it, yeah. a lot of other things go into the, you losing that game. Of just course. That pick, of course. But everyone's yeah. going to kill him for They're the They're going to kill him for the pick, right? And it was not a good throw, not a good decision, right? I think we'd all be... Stupid not to be like, you probably should not have yeah. that. I will, say, I will say, if anyone's played Madden, everyone's made that throw before. Oh, absolutely. So, like, and you, you can, see it get picked and you go, well. Yeah, you, you <laughs> throw it deep in the middle of the field. You go, I think he's, I guess not. Yeah, but, like, right. everyone has done that throw before. So, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. Is, yeah, what are you going to do? Um, you know, the Packers will be back. They always are. They're just, they're, that's just what they are, right? And I think, and I think Houston also, right? I think oh, they're, they're both going to be. Yeah, they both have futures. bright bright futures for sure, yeah. right? Absolutely. Um. Speaking of, I want to talk real quick on the Niners, though, right? Did the Niners show any vulnerability, in your opinion, in this game? 
right? Or do you think it was just, hey, look, two weeks off, had to shake the rust off, didn't take it serious. I don't think they took the Packers seriously. I, I don't really think so. don't. I think they looked right past them and went, all right, we're going to get a home playoff game in the NFC title game against either the Bucks or the, or the Lions. I won't be shocked if they think they're going to steamroll whoever that team comes into play Maybe. either. I really think they were like, eh, let's just kind of hang in there. And then when they scored that first touchdown, I think every fight Niner fan went, okay, now we're gonna just going to pull away. And then it didn't happen. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think they overlooked them. I think yeah. that they will lock into whoever they play next week. Yeah. And I think you're going to see, like, a, way better a, a much team. version better yeah. of the team. I mean, and we said it like an hour ago when we were talking about it was like when you're at the when you're the Packers and you're like, all right, so we have triple the amount of plays, mm-hmm. double the time of possession, and like double the yards. And it's seven to six. Right. Niners are winning. Right. You go, like, if you're a Niners fan, you go, ah, Sure. Perfect. Yeah, this is like, great. Like, yeah. like, we're playing awful in the first quarter and a half here. Yeah. And it's seven to six, us leading. Right. Take it every day. because right. and, yeah. and I think they found their footing in the second half and weren't able to kind of move some things around and they mm-hmm. got, you know, going. So I'm not worried about the Niners. I think they're really good still. So. Yeah, I do, I do too. Right. Absolutely. Tough um, matchup. Let's talk about some of the other teams that lost on Wild Card Weekend, right? I want to start. Let's start with... Uh, Oh, hell, I don't know. Let's start with Cleveland. Let's Cleveland, okay. right? What, do you think that, A, like, I thought they had a pretty damn nice season considering all their quarterback struggles, right? I still think the Deshaun thing has really come back to bite them in the ass because he's yeah. just not been the same player since he came back. But that defense is still really good. Um, I think Stefanski's really kind of got a hold on what's going on there. Um, do you expect Cleveland to kind of continue? Do you think that they have that ability to make a run in the next couple of years with this roster? Or do you think that's probably – you had a lot of things go right for you in order to get where they're at? Because I think they're kind of like that – it's a coin flip, right? You either think, oh, yeah, listen, we won with Joe Flacco. We can win with Deshaun. Or you're like, yeah, but Joe Flacco and the defense played out of their minds. Yeah, I, I would say you're actually closer to – the mean than people yeah. think because I think right. people are like, oh, we were winning with a fourth string quarterback that right. we just imagine got when Deshaun the, comes back. Yeah, imagine yeah. when Deshaun comes back and stuff. I go, well, when Deshaun was there, you were, we're like a five hundred team <laughs> that were like average. Like your defense, like Deshaun got hurt, and then your defense stepped up to like a twelve. Yeah. I don't and like right they up until the, uh, the the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, but like they weren't playing at a twelve the right. whole year. Like they were right. they were a good defense, mm-hmm. and then they were like, oh, now we're going to be the best defense here. Right. Right. But um, yeah, I think they're probably a tough solid, division. It's tough yeah, division. nine to ten win team. Yeah, because you know but, Cincinnati's going to be better because just with Joe Burrow playing. Yes, you know Baltimore's not going anywhere anytime soon, and I think Pittsburgh. Just Mike Tomlin's Mike Tomlin. We man. we literally talked about it like four years ago, where yeah. I was like, if you just figure out the quarterback spot, because Big Ben was terrible the last like year or two years there. Kenny Pickett's like, hold my beer. Yeah, Kenny Pickett's <laughs> like, I'm not much better. If they could just find yeah a an actual quarterback. quarterback there, yeah, they'd be perfectly fine. Yeah, but a thousand percent, they don't want to do that. Um, so. Let's see who else. Who else lost? Oh, let's, let's go Miami. I was just, we can go in order. So yeah. Miami. Yeah, let's go Miami. Right now, Miami I think is difficult to project because man, are they fun to watch? They're explosive on offense. I think defensively, I think they're a little bit underrated. Quite frankly, you know, like you can't name thirty-five guys on that defense, right? Like we can do that with the Chargers, but the Charge defense is ass, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought Miami's defense played pretty well, all things considered, throughout the year. Yeah, um, they got they got ravaged by injury late. They, they, were, they were picking yeah. up right. Oh yeah, their their secondary especially was rough. Well, secondary, their and pass their rush, their D-line, pass rush. They they yeah. lost like three or four guys. It's like if you went to the live roster, all right. So you don't have Aiden Hutchinson or like Lee McNeil. Yep. You'd go, all right. So we're just not. Yeah. We just might not have four guys playing because right. exactly. there's no point. 
Um, yeah, for That's sure. What Miami was doing. I think the biggest question, though, for for Miami is is Tua the guy not to win us games because I think we've seen now Tua can win games, right? Is Tua the guy? That's going to be able to be the guy when it matters most. That's the question that I still don't think we've really seen. They've blown the division two straight years after coming out super hot. Their offense is putting up points and billions, but yet when it comes to playoff games, and for whatever reason in cold weather, they are just awful. Yeah, the problem that Miami has right now yep. is the top of the AFC is all, loaded. Well, are, are loaded, yes. Yeah. Are all cold-weather outdoor teams. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. You need to figure that out. I'm sorry. Like, you're a professional. No, fan. 100%. <laughs> like, but this is to the yeah. point of yeah, I don't yeah. know if he's the guy. Right. Because if he's in the NFC, you go, okay, so Philly's yeah. outside and cold. Right. But, like, Packers are outside. Packers like, are like, outside and Lions, cold. Lions. Lions, right. Dallas, Tampa yeah. Bay, San Francisco. All your division winners are either warm weather right, or, or dome. dome teams. Yeah. And then, or in the AFC, you go, all right, so Bills, Chiefs. Baltimore, Baltimore, I yeah. guess Houston's in store, Tampa, Pittsburgh, yeah. Cincinnati. All these teams are going to be winning. Cleveland. Div- <laughs> Cleveland. Like, all these teams winning divisions and hosting games yeah. are all cold-weather outdoor teams. Yep. So Miami's either got to – got to figure it out just yep. as a fundamental of your NFL quarterback, figure it out, yep. or you might have to make the switch if Tua really can't handle the cold. Yeah, and that's, I think, the question, right, is – and you and I think more importantly is you know, how do you finish, right? Like what is that missing piece for them to finish the season? Not games, mm-hmm. but the season. I mean, they should have won the division. No. Very clearly should have won the division. Buffalo was out of the playoffs and somehow managed to come all the way back. Like you have to figure out – because this is your window. Tyreek ain't getting younger. No. You know what I mean? Like, this is the time. You made that trade for Tyreek Kill thinking, hey, listen, we get the quarterback, we have a coach that we think can, you know, put up, you know, points in, in bundles, and yet last two years. Now, last year it wasn't fair. They didn't have Tua. That's a tough ask, right, with mm-hmm. the second, third string guy. But at the same time, last two years you've blown a big division lead, and last two years you've lost in the wild card round. At some point, right, you have to want for more, yeah. right? So that's an yeah. They're one. they're a very interesting team too because they are a like high power like passing offense mm-hmm. going all these cold. It was like when Green Bay was like, oh yeah, yeah we want to be this passing team, and I'm like, you're in the frozen tundra of Green Bay, <laughs> and you want to be the five wide spread offense. It's such a fascinating yeah, idea to me for but. sure. Um, let's talk Rams. Um, did I miss any in the AFC teams? Um, it's just well, the two games, right? Well, the Steelers lost, but... Oh, yeah, Steelers. Well, I, I can't. Mason I'm sorry. Off. It's, okay, yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, 100%. Um, let's talk NFC. I want to talk Rams first because I do think they probably have... I think they were a pleasant surprise if you're an L.A. fan, right? I don't think anybody was like, eh, we're going to be above 500 and play a close playoff game in Detroit. Um, Stafford having a bounce-back season for sure. Mm-hmm. Um I thought they drafted really well, obviously, with Puka. But, like, even, like, you know, um, the guard they got in the second round, right, Steve Avila, they found a defensive lineman to kind of package with. Like, they've got pieces, right, yeah. is my point. Um, their secondary is super young, and yet they were they were hot at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their ceiling's there. I think if Stafford continues to stay healthy, he's got a runway there. I, I don't necessarily know if Super Bowl is necessarily in their, in their future, but – I think they can compete and be right in there yep. for, you know, a wild card, you know, the fifth. I don't necessarily know, depending on the Niners, what they look like, but you can't tell me they're not right there at this no, point. No, they're one of they're one of the better teams in the yeah. NFC. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will be interesting because 
as the forefront of the season's coming to a close outlook to next year. Yeah. I mean, Green Bay and Detroit both look really good. I mean, Dallas and the Eagles will get to, but they look, yeah. I mean, they're right. Mm-hmm. At least regular season wise, they're yeah. usually pretty good. Absolutely. A- NFC South, there's going to be a lot of mix up and changes there. Oh yeah. Um, Tampa's going to be there. Atlanta might get better. Who yeah. knows? Right. And then NFC West is still pretty solid as a four team division in general. Mm-hmm. Arizona's going to get better. Seattle's kind of just there. I think the North is going to be tough next year. North Lions, Green Bay, Chicago's going to be better. Chicago figures out Minnesota. They have a quarterback, maybe. Yep. So the NFC, at least in the wild card area, maybe not in the maybe not in the topper tier of the of the conference, but in like the wild card, yeah, middle five, six, seven, middle five, ten are are really solid. So the Rams are going to have to fight through that to kind of get to wild cards, but they're definitely. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're definitely uh, in that sphere, I think, yeah, of for sure. teams that can compete around there. Uh, let's. I saved the last two because I think that the biggest, I think, like underachievers going into this, yeah. right? I want. Let's talk. Let's talk Philly first, right? You start out. You're ten and one. You go one and six. Your last seven, right? Mm. Like it's like oof. Like yeah. that's not. That's not great. Um, you know. I think it's it's reported that Sirianni's coming back, right? And I don't think it necessarily would have been fair to fire Sirianni after losing both coordinators and you still won 11 games. Like, yes, do you think you probably should have won against Tampa? Probably. Should you have won the division? Probably. But, like, your gauntlet of schedule that you had, the fact that you don't – you had first-time play callers. Like, there was a lot of things going against you, right? Yeah. Um, now, the decision to make Matt Patricia your defensive play caller, I will never understand. There's no track record of that ever going well. Um, so there's that for sure. <laughs> um, but I, I think Philadelphia is at a situation where you pay it hurts. Now, um, you're getting old very quickly, like very quickly. Your secondary is getting up there, right? And they're all in their thirties. Um, at least your two starting corners are right. Your pass rush is old. Um, you know, Fletcher Cox of the world, right? Like those guys, you know, Brandon Graham, uh, you know, we've heard Jason Kelsey's probably hanging it up, right? So you're going to need to find yeah. a new center, right? Like they're an interesting team because I don't know, like they were so dominant for that stretch there where you're like, I don't know who's beating the Eagles, but the longer, I don't know if it's just simply play calling is going to help them. Mm-hmm. It felt like they were like, I'm done playing football Yeah, this last month of the season. Yeah, they... It was a weird because I was seeing a lot on Twitter people saying it, and it really looked like it. They in the first quarter of that Tampa game mm-hmm. looked like like a four win team. Yeah, like we don't want to be like, here. They were just we're like, just lucky to have a sure. Yeah, like good. we're just yep. hanging. Yep. Like it was like if we could resign from the playoffs, we would right now. <laughs> well, like they were giving that vibe. Of, I'd like to go home now. Yeah, yeah. Like they were over the season. I mean, Jalen Hurts was literally just sitting there. Mm-hmm. On the side, like he wasn't even looking at the tablet half the time. They showed him. He was just like, yeah, he's like, just like not even looking. Dallas was just screaming at him the whole time. Right. And then the very next throw to him, he was like, he sent him to like the hospital. I'm one of those like right down the middle, right to a linebacker hits. And I was like, oh, that's not a great luck. Yeah, um, yeah, all around not great. No, I I don't know what. I, here's the thing: they can come out next year, win 13 games, and I go, yeah, they got the talent to do it. I just don't know if that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, they, I, their coordinator hires are gonna be. Super important. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very worried for Jalen Hurts. I think like in terms of like regression or yeah. like you really Yeah. Yeah. I mean I won't be shocked by it. I see mean, like he he has not had the track record after yeah. off of like one year right. of like not like his first like two years was like not mm-hmm. great. Yeah. He had the awesome year, they went to the Super Bowl, and this past year I was like 
could be better. Yeah, right. and now you're and now you're about to pay him like fifty two million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna a be little worried about him for sure. Speaking of another team that we're definitely worried about, and you just hate to see it. I'm sorry, Uncle Jeff. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, you know yeah, we're yeah. Oh man, the Dallas Cowboys. I think they are the biggest disappointment. Um, overall, right? I think when you look at it, you had the home playoff game. You're playing the two. Like you're, you're you had everything lined up, right? To be like, hey, look, handle Green Bay. You play Detroit the following week, and then you're gonna go to San Francisco and go, look, our run game versus our our pass game versus your run game, right? Let's see who wins. Uh-huh. And instead, you decide to crap yourself in front of everybody, get blown out at home, um, against a young, unexperienced Green Bay team that's just happy to be there, uh-huh. and looks like the experienced team in comparison. Dak has another playoff fold. Uh, Mike McCarthy somehow staying around despite not getting a playoff win since he's been there. Like, I just, I don't know what to say about them anymore. They're the Dallas Cowboys. They're just, like, they are the adjective you describe a team that gets overhyped and then loses when it gets matter. except it's just the team that we're actually talking about. Yeah. I, I don't know what to think about them anymore. They're always going to be solid in the regular season, but every time it's just like, how do we go out of our way to mess this up for ourselves? Yeah, it's not good. Mike McCarthy's not good at game management stuff. Anything. Yeah, Dak Prescott is just like, oh, big game? You mean? The decision-making by Dak Prescott in big games to mm-hmm. me is astounding. Yeah. It's really bad. It's and, really bad. Yeah, and it was weird because I was like, you, you look at the offensive roster, and I was like, I don't know how you were putting up these numbers when you have, like, C.D. Lamb, and, like, that's really it. Yeah, but mean, there wasn't got, a lot of guys out Brandon there. Cooks and Michael Gallup. They're paying a shit ton of money, too. Yeah, but I was, none of these guys are, like, are do, like getting any separation or doing anything in this yeah. Packers game. Like, they're all just shutting them down. And I was like, C.D. Lamb. And then C.D. Lamb was Dropping angry passes. the whole time. passing yeah. angry the whole time. I was, mm-hmm. It was just a really bad look. It felt like they, like, lost the locker room. Like, the Eagles. I feel like Sirianni lost the locker room. Mm-hmm. I thought Mike, Mike McCarthy lost the locker I think they room. thought they were going to. Again, right? I think they went in and think, look, won the division. Yeah. Right, we got a home plate like this. This fit. we got to beat one team to get to the Super Bowl. Right, we're going to just coast on through. Right, yeah. and I think that came back to bite him in the ass because at one point when Green Bay goes down and scores fourteen unanswered, and you go, "Oh shit, we're in a ball game here." Uh oh, mm-hmm. and then oh pick. Oh well, that's over. Yeah. Right, like you just. It was just one of those things where again, though, I think it's a failure on the coaching staff to be like, "How do you not like? How are you interviewing Dan Quinn right now?" If you're a team that's looking for a perspective yeah. head coach and you go, I'm going to hire that guy. Yeah, it's we, like when the Lions did it, right? It's like, how the hell are you going to hire this guy who just got absolutely shredded and refused to make any adjustments at all? Yeah. Seattle's their top candidate right now. <laughs> Have fun with that. Last one, week when I said I want to kill myself when they <laughs> people and you were like, oh, he's not that bad. I just was like, he's got ties. I didn't expect them to poop himself in front of everybody either, but you know. Hey, maybe Michael Parsons comes with him. <laughs> Please. He said he might. He said, listen, if Dan Quinn goes somewhere, listen, I, you if, might, if, I might be coming with him. If you sign the contract and go, Dan Quinn plus Michael Parsons comes, yeah, I, I'd maybe consider. Okay. I'm just saying. But he's he's got awful. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Really, it's going to depend on who your OC is going to be, but it's fine. Um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, we kind of in a clip of last week where you're like, Dean Quinn's not that bad. Well, it's just like, I mean, I, listen, he's <laughs> been a head know, coach and then I before. I watched Jordan, they'll put a 50 on him. And yeah. I go, yeah, okay. You're like, oh, we're going to run a it, completely different scheme than we've run all year. Yeah, it's when Patricia hmm. goes to the Super Bowl and goes, Nick Foles, 40. 
<laughs> Lions go, I want that guy. Yeah, exactly. We've already kind of committed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I knew it was bad from the start. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They should be going after Harbaugh. What they should be doing. Please. Just so Pete Carroll can be like, what the hell? <laughs> that would be so fun. <laughs> I'm in the same room together. It would be awesome. Exactly. Yeah, a thousand percent. All right. Let's shift focus a little bit. Let's talk this uh, Let's talk this Baltimore-Houston game real quick. Um, I really only have one statement to make on this. It's Baltimore's to lose. Yeah, they're awesome. There's not a weakness on this team. There's really not. I mean, you can say they don't do something as better as another team mm-hmm. in the left over. They're complete. Especially yeah. defensively. They're so amazing on defense. Mm. It's actually insane. Like, I know Mike McDonald. Like, he's a good coach. He, he coached really well at Michigan and stuff, and he's getting head coaching interviews. I don't know how good Mike McDonald's going to look when you don't have this complete of a defense. And even Michigan's defense, from a, coll- a collegiate perspective, is pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, I just don't know how you can carry that over. And ex- like, if you're a team that, oh, man, Mike McDonald's defense, you go, okay, let me name you all the all pros or all of the like legit like the Roquan Smith trade is getting up there for me like the AJ Brown trade for the Eagles and how bad of a decision that was by the Bears mm-hmm. like just brutal. No, that's why I'm so like, oh. I, I like I don't want the Chiefs doing against the Bills. Yeah, I really don't. It I don't really either. hurt me. Yeah, I don't but either. watching like Roquan Smith just lock down Travis Kelsey, yeah, would be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's because, be, because there's no way he's going to get open. I just I just don't Patrick see. Queen and Roquan Smith guarding you. I go, you're just not getting open. And they're just so fast. They fly around. Kyle Hamilton looks like a stud, right? Yeah, after he, early struggles. After but, running a 4 8 40, he's just yeah, fast as no fuck shit. all of us. I don't know how he got faster. Yeah. Like that much faster. Like he just, uh, you know, you've got Marlon Humphrey out there. You've got, you know, some retreads like the Ronald Darby's of the world that are playing well for you, right? Because they're like second and third corners. Exactly, right? Like they won, they beat Texas by, or the Texans by like 30, and Humphrey didn't even play. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got Marcus Williams, who's had a rough season, but he's playing with a torn pack, and he's still out there, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, and by the way, we just happen to have the MVP on the other side of the ball. And Lamar having a huge bounce back year. They run the ball effectively. Without Mark Andrews. Without Mark Andrews. But you finally given the guy some fucking weapons for the first time yeah. in his career. Odell looks good. Zay Flowers, Flowers looks like a hit. Dick. Right. And you've got, you know, Aguilar's fine. Whoever else. We're just Isaiah Likely. I mean, oh, God forbid, he's my backup. <laughs> like, oh, man, damn it. Yeah, as he mosses Derek Stigler for Isaiah a touchdown. Isaiah Likely might be a top 10 tight end, and yeah. he just sits behind a yeah. top three tight exactly. end. Oh, we're going to go uh, 12 personnel the whole game because we can? Dude. Oh, wow, damn it. And they even have a good fullback. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking Picard yeah. is out there at like two. They ran the same touchdown. They said they ran the same quarterback play twice, and both times Houston's like, "What do you want me to do?" Yeah, fake stretch keeper. Dude, that fourth and those fourth and one rollouts. I go, oh. dude. There's it's in it's unbeatable. Yeah, yeah. With how fast Lamar it's is, it's ridiculous. So it's like they just have so much going for them. Houston had no chance going into that game. Not really, you know. Young, dumb, and like, ah, screw it. Let's see what happens. Yeah, you only know? having Nico Collins only catches up to you at one point. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they can't protect you, that's another problem. You don't run the ball well. That's not good. Yeah. Defensively, you go, who do you guard? <laughs> Everybody. There's no one you can do it, right? So it's just... I just feel like Baltimore is head and shoulders above everybody else right now. Until I see differently. Yeah. I can't tell you that, oh, Buffalo or, or Kansas City is going to go in and beat Baltimore. I can't tell you San Francisco is going to beat Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore has clearly shown they're the best team in the I, NFL as of this second. Yeah, I will say I think... 
the only way Baltimore loses yeah. is if um, Buffalo and like maybe the Chiefs, but even the Chiefs would be tough. They have to play like an A plus game. Yeah, they got to keep the ball out of. They got to go on long six, seven, eight minute drives. Mm-hmm. Keep Lamar off the field and force Lamar to play from behind where he has to throw. Yeah, like if like if you get Josh Allen twenty twenty one versus Chiefs, Josh mm-hmm. Allen where he's like literally perfect, mm-hmm. they can beat them. Yeah, but if you get two turnover, Josh Allen. Oh God, you give Baltimore a turnover, it's over. Yeah, it's game it's over. over. You you can't there. There is no situation where you can give them the ball and you go, oh no, we'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> you're dead. Yeah, Chiefs in the same thing where I think their defense is good. The Chiefs but- are screwed. If the Chiefs beat Buffalo today, and you guys are obviously going to know this by the time you hear this, but if if, ba- if Buffalo loses, the Chiefs are going to get run out of Baltimore because the Chiefs can't score. That's what the I mean. Chiefs have like they need no play, receivers. I was going to say they need an A plus game where they need to be almost perfect. Yeah, and even then, that's you need Lamar is. to crap like play, be playoff Lamar from the last couple of years yeah. and be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Because I think I Buffalo at an A-plus game can win just generally. Yes. I yes. think the Chiefs need help. The Chiefs don't match up well with Baltimore no. in the slightest. So, yeah, it's going to be. I don't think anyone in the NFC. No. no. I, I, I labeled it as the the um, Big Ten East is the AFC, <laughs> where you have, like, the two or three top teams. Yeah. And then the, the NFC is the Big Ten West. Right. Where it's, like, you have, like. Just we're, happy to we're, be there. We're, like, Wisconsin and, yeah. and 49ers, like, Iowa. And right. it's, like, we'll make it there. Yeah. Just Go to the slaughterhouse of the Big yeah, Ten Championship exactly. game. We only lost by thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We got the T-shirts to say "runner up." Yep. So yeah, it's not. But yeah, Baltimore's good. Yeah, Baltimore's Baltimore's really good. All right, let's shift focus here. Let's let's do in some wrestling news and notes and get the hell out of here and go watch some football. Um, lots of big news coming out of the professional wrestling world this week, Mike. Let's start off with I think um, one of the bigger uh, reports coming out there, Kazuchika Okada. Free agent, buddy, Ooh. at the end of January. Um, yeah, I don't know where it's right. Um, there's reports out there that, you know, obviously AEW and WWE and Impact, I guess, but I don't think Impact can afford that. Good luck. Yeah. Um, you know, as uh, but I do think Impact's making, or I guess TNA now. I should go back to saying TNA, which is better because I hate the name. Oh, where do you work for? Impact. Ugh. Uh, I'm the Impact World Champion. Oh, great. Um but uh, yeah, Okada free agent, Mike. Um, I'll give I'll give in, our TNA some credit though. Yeah, that pay per view they put on. Yeah, yeah, with like their TV show atmosphere. Yeah, actually looks pretty good. No, listen, I think if they if they raise production standards, I think they can. And if they like can actually like, I think they can make a little bit of a run here. That listen, because TNA does it right. TNA knows, listen, we can't compete with budget. We can't compete with production. We can't compete in terms of our our scope, right? We're an alternative. We're just putting out good wrestling, just doing little things. Now, the decision to keep giving Moose your world championship, I have have qualms. But outside of that, Mm -hmm. it's a pretty good program, all things considered. I like the roster. Um, But Okada, though... um, you know, obviously, he's either going to AWWWE. I talk, we talked about this off air. I just think, in the current way, right, in the current climate, I think there's drawbacks to both places, mm-hmm. right? In terms of AEW, my biggest concern would be you've already done it. Mm-hmm. What is the difference right now between New Japan and AEW in terms of the guys you would have been facing? Mm-hmm. I don't think there is any. Really, not, not, not a, a ton. Lot. Like, there's there's a small checklist of people that you haven't seen that we go, okay, well, that's your first year. Now what? Yeah. Right? 
with WWE, I think people would make the comment of, well, listen, you know, as, as AEW's got a lot of top guys, WWE's got a shit ton of top guys right now, like really crowded at the top of the card when you really start to think about it. Um, you know, with Roman and Cody and Seth and Drew and AJ and LA Knight and Orton and Punk and, you know, I'm not even talking like the Gunthers and the Damian Priests of the world, right? Like you've got a lot of guys that are really getting primed here, right? That they're all... Yeah you know, plausible world champions in some capacity. Yeah. And that's not even talking about, like, the Shinsuke's and guys that just make their way up and down depending on what's needed, the Sheamus's of the world that are out. Um, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I would be, I, I, I personally, and this is, I'm, I'm going to be shocked, but I think he should go to WWE. I really do. I, I just think that the longevity, I think the runway for him in terms of what he could do, the matchups he would bring, I just feel like overall he would have much more of an impact. He's, you know, he's an international star, right? WWE's really leaning hard into that, right? I just feel like he would do more for AEW, or I mean for WWE, because he's not, he he's the same in AEW, mm-hmm. I guess is my point. If you bring that character to WWE, if everyone goes with that logic of well WWE doesn't fans don't watch anything else then holy shit you're about you're in for the the biggest awakening of your life mm-hmm. right AEW it's like yeah Okada's awesome cool all right we're looking forward to it yeah. he's just another guy i feel like in AEW because it's all the same style of guy there that they have at the top of their cards historically I don't feel that way with WWE. I just that's that's where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to hear your thoughts. Where do you think he should go? Where do you think he's gonna go? Um, I'm sure whoever he goes is just gonna get paid just a boatload of cash. I think he's gonna get paid more than Osprey is, just because he's I got imagine. a longer track record of being the tippy top. Like yeah. he was New Japan for like the last ten years. Yeah, basically. You know what I mean? Um, I would prefer him to go to WWE. Yeah, just because. And I also said I prefer. Osprey to go to yeah, WWE. You did. For, in fairness to you, you did because say that. I yep. just say I just there's just I think you have like two years at least worth of matchups yeah. that you've never seen before mm-hmm. because like guys like Rollins and Reigns never did the indies. If at you, least like yeah. the indies with Okada being Okada and Osprey being Osprey. Yeah. Like there's a lot of guys where it's like if you want to find a Walter Osprey match, you have to go to like over-the-top wrestling yeah. on like with like 30 people watching well, to watch and, that and match. I, I'll add to this too, right? If you want to be a, a, a star, mm-hmm. an actual star, WWE is where you go. Yeah. Straight up. If you want to be a star, have the ability to do things outside of wrestling or to make the most amount of money and get the most exposure, you go to WWE. Yeah, there's just that's not a well because I like WWE better. I like AEW better. That is just a that's a fact. Yeah, right. There's nothing you cannot say about that. But yeah. let, let's continue. But no, yeah. So I I think just for matchup purposes, like yes. you said in the beginning, I would prefer him to go to WWE. Yeah, I think this decision solely goes down to uh, if he wants to live in Japan full time or not. Right. Because I think like Osprey. Tony right. Khan would go, you can live in Japan. Shinsuke moved. Just, yeah. yeah, no, Shinsuke moved, and that's the thing. Is if you're willing, I think if he's willing to move to the U.S., yeah. he goes to WWE because yeah. I think it's 
like you said, there's levels of stuff and, that's maybe better for him. Yeah. But if he wants to live in Japan, yeah, I think it comes down. And then at that point, it's Tony Khan will go, you can live in Japan. Just come over every other week when we need you. And that's the thing, too. It's like I look at the current infrastructure. If, if Vince was still in charge, if this was three years ago. I would tell him to go to AEW. Yeah. Because you the, he does he would not know what to do with an Okada. Because you go, I don't get I don't get it, right? Like I don't like what makes him him, right? And he would try to change that, right? Shinsuke worked in NXT because W because Triple H went, just be you. Just yeah. go do you. You're you're the, you didn't change your name, right? Your style was this everything was Shinsuke Nakamura, right? Mm-hmm. And even, honestly, right, they even tried with Shinsuke. I mean, he won the fucking Rumble, for God's sakes, right? He did main event. He did have a world title match at Mania. But all things considered, right, like, and then you saw this just dwindle, right? Mm -hmm. And then as soon as Triple H got back in charge again, Shinsuke's got a rougher edge to him. You know, he's doing things that matter, right? Like, he's an important piece of the roster. With where WWE is right now, if you brought in Okada... You you look at and you go the WrestleMania potentials for the next several years mm-hmm. are unheard of. They really are unheard of, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just you're never gonna like a man. You're never gonna see Roman versus an Okada unless he comes to WWE, right? Like you're not gonna see that. You're not gonna see a Rollins or you know like a Gunther or like shit. An age. Imagine you do AJ Okada again, right? Imagine you do Okada Shinsuke again, and you just go, hey, listen, go beat the shit out of each other for 45 minutes, right? Go mm-hmm. go do it like you could or can, right? Like, there's just, it's just, I just worry about, okay, Okada comes over, yeah, everyone's really excited, and then it goes, okay, now what, right? Yeah. That's my concern with AEW right now. And I think maybe I would feel more comfortable with him going to AEW if I knew what they were going to do with Osprey. Yeah. Does that make does that is that fair, no, fair at all? I mean, my my worry for Okada going yeah. to WWE was actually the same concern you have for Will going to AEW. Yeah. Is I just don't want him to come in kind of like Shinsuke. Okay, so he wins the Rumble, and right. then he challenges the World Title, loses three straight, and then you never see Okada ever again. Agreed. Like I like I know Triple H probably won't do that because he knows how big of a name Okada is. But at the same time, I also don't want to be like, oh, Okada and Shinsuke in a tag team in the yeah. tag. Like I don't really want to see that either. Yeah. I want to see him in an Intercontinental title or U.S. Right. title or right. God forbid title. a world yeah. title. Be the world champion. Too. Yeah. Like like honestly, if if Reigns is going to go through everybody, Okada and Reigns. There you go. Like the other, put something it, there. The like, other thing that is interesting about this though is no matter where he goes, right? He's going to need to be able to talk. Yes. And that's not really so far. Yeah. We don't really know the levels to which now he can I will do that. I, I will say. Yeah. In fairness of that, yeah. they could put him in like the Oscar role, where yeah. if his if he's really dominant the first month he's in, yeah. he could do the thing where like you hear the coin drop yeah. and you go, oh shit, yeah, like right. he doesn't really, yeah. he just comes out and goes, I'm gonna kill you, right? Yeah, and Rainmaker, that's all you, and you're done, Rainmaker, yeah, exactly. and like and like they stare at each other and then they point at the sign yeah. or do what, and oh, like it sets sure. up stuff like you don't need him to talk, but also yeah. it helps a lot when because like, the American audience, yes. right? If you don't know who Okada is. Right, if you've been living under rock and you're like, if you just watch American wrestling, even if you watch AEW, right, and you go, yeah. oh, why does Okada such a big deal? You could watch AEW and be like, I don't understand why Brian and Okada is such a big deal, right? There, there are people like that, yeah, right. Until you understand and explain and try to tell that story of why this is such a humongous deal for everybody, 
it, it's 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 really hard to sell that on the on the small percentage of people go this guy's a freak this is yeah. a unicorn yeah like i think the best case scenario obviously outside of yeah. just putting a talker with him yeah, yeah. is him walking out Michael Cole going, he's a former yeah, right. seven-time yeah, right, world exactly. champion. The most defenses ever. Most defense blah, blah, blah. ever. Yeah. Held the title for three years, blah, blah, blah. And he walks out, and the like Rollins is the first guy to greet him yeah. and goes, I know that you're a killer over there, yeah. but I'm the guy here. Yeah. And then the 40-minute banger, yeah. Okada wins, and he go, yeah. okay, you, you just, there's the Okada. It's and right maybe there. if you had introduced him with Shinsuke to begin with, right, because you have that history, right? Because they've talked about, like, the Gallows and Anderson of being IWGP tag champs, and they've that's done what, yeah, things like I mean. that. Yeah. So, and I think they've been more willing over the last couple of years to be like, hey, other things exist, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to acknowledge AEW necessarily, but we're going to acknowledge other international the companies. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that they could do depending on what his level of involvement wants to be, how much he wants to work. Like, there's just so many things. I just think it would be better because I think in AEW, it's like, okay, great, you have another guy that you're not going to use. Yeah. I, like I said, I'll, I'll go on there. I prefer him to go to WWE. Yeah. But if he goes to AEW, you just look like, like on the same scale of look at all these Mania matches, all in with the yeah. roster they're going to have going into all in. Right. It's going to be cr- It's like, what's Okada going to do? What's Osprey going to do? Right. What's Swerve and Hangman going to do? Like, there's a lot. Of, what's yeah. Brian going to do? Like, there's a lot of guys on that list for all in this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. For Wembley, that's like, shit. You could you put something all in oh, here. Absolutely. So, sure. so Okada could do both, but I'd prefer. Right. WWE. Right. And then it's this is where you're going to see if Tony Khan can tell true stories consistently mm-hmm. because that show is going to be loaded, right? But if you've got nothing but dream matches on that show, no one's going to care yeah. because you're it's a it's a point in time capsule, right? Where it's like, okay, great. This match was this 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 show was awesome. Mm-hmm. Great. But where did it lead? Where did it get us to, right? Yeah. And that's the thing that I think is going to be super important going into this all in the next year. Um Speaking of speaking of, let's just stay on the AEW track for just a second here, okay? I want I want to get your thoughts on a couple things, okay? Number one, thoughts on the new Ring of Honor Six Fantastic Team. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I love them, right? Thoughts on yeah, it's better than the other guys. Um, thoughts on the how the Undisputed Kingdom story mm-hmm. is playing out for you so far. And I don't know if you want to go first or if you want me to go first because everyone knows I'm a big Adam Cole stan, so yeah. it's like it's up to you. But okay. I w- I'll, I'll go first. Okay, but... I'll let you have your thoughts, yeah, because yeah. I have thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not loving it so far, Okay, but I'm willing to give it time to okay. let it work. Right. I think the promos, I I thought Cole's first promo was great. Was awesome. Yep, he I walked agree. out the first day yep. and was like, here's the game and plan. And you needed it, right? We, talked, we, about, we talked about it on the show. It's like you need that yeah. impact promo to go, here's why I did it. Here's the goals, right? Here's why we're going to be awesome. And we go about it. we go, yep. and we're perfect, yes. So I 100% love that first promo. But then I Tony Khan like got hit in the head and forgot that that promo happened, happened, so we had to do it again. We've done that, <laughs> we've done that same promo now like three or four times. And really since Worlds Clyde, which has only been three weeks or right. four weeks, yeah. like nothing's happened. Right, right. Like I haven't seen Warlow on TV in a match. Roddy just came out and said, I want to challenge you, but like in three months, not mm-hmm. like right now. Mm-hmm. So we're getting an international title match in like three months. The Ring of Honor tag titles, I don't like seeing Ring of Honor stuff on AEW TV, and they're just running around defending their title. I go, great, I get I get more defenses of this tag team title. Mm-hmm. They're on TV more than the AEW tag champions are. We have thoughts on that And we have well. thoughts on yeah, that. We'll bring that up in a minute. But, um, yeah, overall, I think it's been fine. 
but I do see the the seeds of when MGF comes back, he is just gonna run right through all of these people. Yeah, and that that makes me sad because they're not like they're not building him up enough mm-hmm. to be so threatening to where he, when he comes back, he's gonna be like, yeah, all you are is just the international champion. Right, you're the Ring of Honor tag champ. So it, like, I, there's no one that's like, oh my god, that's a daunting task. Yeah, so, so far. All right, so I have lots of thoughts here, right? I, I think you're spot on. Also, so. Cole sitting on a chair doing all this. Hilarious. Hilarious, but, like, non-threatening. Yeah, so, yeah, I have lots of thoughts. Number one, I agree with you. I don't think this has gotten off to the start that I would have liked to have had it. Um, I do think, here's the things that I think that need to happen, okay? Number one, Roddy needs to win the international championship. Yes, in I the think worst that, way. that is the... If if that's the starting point for them, that has to happen. If he loses, I'm going to go, well, this is dead. Yes. Because you clearly don't know how to build this force correctly. You just I'll, don't. I'll raise you one. Ready yeah. for this? Yeah. Orange beats all four of them, basically. Johnny yeah, Gargano's no shit. Them. Exactly. And kills me. It makes me literally go, I can't watch this anymore. This is stupid. Um, <laughs> I, I I think the Wardlow thing, I, I we talked about literally right before we pressed record. Uh, Wardlow needs to be on television every single week. Wardlow and Adam Cole need to be on. Te- and if Adam Cole can't travel as much because of he's he's rehabbing and doing that stuff, I understand that. Then it needs to be Roddy and mm-hmm. the other guys with him. Wardlow needs to be on every single Dynamite, every single Rampage, and every single Collision for the next three months yeah. because and beating up people. I don't care if it's no names. I don't give a shit. I don't care if you throw out the give me one of the guys from the factory in QT Marshall's old group that never wins a match every week for the next several months and he just steamrolls them. If you're telling me that you can't throw him in a three minute segment on Rampage Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's Wardlow versus Dante Martin. Okay. And it's over immediately. Because you have to reestablish Wardlow as the heater for this group. Right now, you're just insinuating that he's the heater, and yet he doesn't do anything. He has to be the difference maker. Because at the end of this whole thing, if this if this group works, you will have accomplished two things. Number one is establishing Cole as a true main event level guy that you failed to do, quite frankly, so far, on at least on a consistent basis. And two, you've built Wardlow. Wardlow is your Dave Batista. That's what he is. You have to build him. You have to get Cole to a point where he is mega hot, which then allows Wardlow and the turn to happen. So when Wardlow finally overcomes Cole, Wardlow's your guy, and you go, holy shit, we have now another homegrown talent that we can believe and get behind. Yeah, and they literally did this the yeah. first time with Wardlow. Right, exactly. When he was killing people with MJF. Yes. And it was like, oh my God. And then Co- MJF fucked it up. Yeah, but it was like Cody and Wardlow, steel yeah. cage match. Yes. Everyone was like, I don't know how Cody gets through this right. back in early 2020. Exactly. That was a storyline. Yes. And then when he turned, I yep. mean, MJF screwed everything up by not signing the kid's poster. And then, right. and like, then he gets suspended. And he gets suspended and yeah. lost 30 seconds. Right. But the match would have been really awesome to have yes. the heater guy right. just kill MJF. Like, that mm-hmm. would have been cool. Exactly. But they ruined that, it, it, but it wasn't his right. fault. No, agreed. But, right. And I agree with you right so they've got to get back on track this needs to be and i and i know you laugh every time i do this but this needs to be what the heart foundation did in 97 when brett got hurt okay and and you're you're laughing but it's true right like brett got hurt at the beginning of that right he had knee surgery so he couldn't work Mm -hmm. right so he's in a wheelchair just cutting promo after promo after promo after promo after promo building up the other guys around him. And you know what they did? They went, hey, I'm going to give the British Bulldog the European Championship and 
he's won half of the tag champs. You know who his tag championship partners? The Intercontinental Champion and Owen Hart. Like, you give them the gold, establish them as a threat, and then you allow the leader of the group in the meantime until he can come back and go, we're the best, we're the best, we're the best, we're awesome, we're awesome, we're awesome. Here's all the proof to, to prove that, right? I'm, I'm holding out hope that that is the overall plan. Mm-hmm. It just has not gotten off to, like, this should be the focal point of the show, of one of the shows, whether it's Dynamite or Collision. The Undisputed Kingdom should be a thread throughout every single show mm-hmm. in some capacity, and it's not happening. So I, I get to the point where I go, you did all this work to build up the who the hell the devil is, and now we're just going to let it be just an afterthought of like, oh, by the way, this is also happening. That can't be the case. I know we're getting to a worrisome point yeah. where like they keep talking about Wardlow as the heavy and he's going to win the championship and give it to Cole. I'm getting to a point where I'm like, I don't even know if that like whole scenario yeah. is going to happen. No, it's they not. Might, they might do MJF and Cole just as a blood right. feud, exactly. no title. Right. It might exactly. just be, I just don't like you because yeah. you betrayed me, right. not even for the world title anymore. Yes. And because you know, because they're setting up Joe and Hangman and Swerve and yep. all this stuff over mm-hmm. here, I'm like, so when's MJ or when's Warlow gonna interject himself? Right. Are we gonna wait till right. Forbidden Door in June? Right. Or all does in Warlow and, even win the title? Does Cole cost him the title yeah. because he wants to be does, world is, champion? Is Warlow and Joe gonna wrestle at like double or nothing? And then right. that's when MGF comes back and he costs Warlow the matches, like, right. or he makes sure Warlow wins and then sees how that works and, and he yeah. forces the turn back so then they realign yeah, again. Yeah, because There's, they can't stop Warlow like. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff there, but yeah. I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be world title. Yeah, and it needs to be, and it needs to be. Yeah, because listen, again, as we all know, I am not the Vegas Samoa Joe fan in the world. I'm just not. I get why he's here, and I thought the business they did with Hook on Wednesday was great. I thought it was really good. Um, but overall, right, he's not your future. No, he's just not right. And here's the thing, too. I don't know if you. I, I don't know if we want to get into this. Right, we're an hour in the show, and we still got the Rumble to talk about, but. Do you, is MJF signed? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Okay, I do too, but I'm just... It's also kind of like that 1% in the back of my mind where it's like, maybe we don't really know because maybe he's not actually here. Like, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, It's kind of one of those deals, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, we're maybe talking shit about Tony right now, but it's not because... <laughs> because he's like, no, seriously, I don't know if he's here or not. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I imagine he is because I imagine this whole storyline... Was yes. banking on the idea that he resigns. Yes, like I don't think they would have gone so far into the weeds of like the Cole turn and all yeah. that if he didn't resign. I think it wouldn't be weird if like you got the devil reveal to MGF's face. They beat him up and go, "Yeah, but you're not resigned, so we're never going to do anything with this ever again." It would be such a weird thing to do. Maybe, yeah. but right. it just feels. Weird. In a perfect scenario, Cole gets healthy. Cole wins the world title with Wardlow's help. Wardlow never even becomes world champion because I don't yeah. think that's needed yet. If Cole becomes champion and then you do what they did in 2005 where it's like that slow turn, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like, man, Wardlow just keeps helping Cole retain every time, right? And Cole's just like, you're going to do it because I'm the boss and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. It's you know literally, I mean? if you right. want to go like tweet, it's literally MGF yeah. and, and but then it, And then you get to that point where at some point, right, MGF as the big baby face is like, Warlow, they're using you, man. I know because I did it the same way. And then now Warlow turns, rejoins with MJF, and now everyone's super happy. And then, you know, you get about it, and MGF winds up back with the title. But, like, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of different ways and a lot of branches where that's, that's months and months and months mm-hmm. of television that you could do. 
right? Like, when they did this whole thing, I was expecting, like, this is the faction that everyone's going to have to beat. Mm-hmm. But now, and, and the problem is, too, is you look at you go, okay, you got Down Callis' group, that's a heel group. You got Bullet Club Gold, that's a heel group. You got these guys, you got House of Black, you got, there's so many heel groups. Heel groups and it's like, all right, cool. And then we got the best friends. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't feel like there's enough real estate for all these people because you're trying to be, you're trying to establish 85 people instead of having a singular mind to go, this is our A story. This is what is going to debt is going to dictate our television for the next six months to a year. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we're doing that. I feel like we're going week to week and not with an end goal at yeah. times. You it, know? Just, it just like feels like Tony doesn't trust like Roger Strong and the kingdom. Right, but like then, then why then why even sign him? Yeah, but like, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it just feels like they're like I don't know if I trust you to like hold down the fort when because Cole's they're not. not there. But here's the thing: they don't have to. That's the point. They don't have to beat at like they're the Ring of Honor tag champs. Okay, and and Roddy is a guy where it's like he's like Jay Lethal. If you he, he can work with anybody, you're mm-hmm. gonna get great matches, and like that's the especially because you've now got this intercontinental dealy thing, right? That's clearly going to take precedence over this shit, right? You have that championship where you can go, hey, look, he's got this title. They've got three championships now. Wardlow's on this massive winning streak. Just wait until Cole comes back. Oh, my God, who the hell is going to stop this group? But instead, we've got, we're going to take all the titles. Are you, though? Are you? <laughs> right? Like, it's a lot of talking and not much action. Like, they should be coming out. Okay, we're not going to have Wardlow face. It, he should. Be, they should be attacking people all the time, like they just did without the masks on, beating the shit out of champions and people that you know. Oh fuck! At some point, this is going to come back. Yeah. Well, because I imagine this feud at one point ends yeah. in like a blooded guts. Yeah. Sure. Fine. Yeah. You get the acclaimed in there or some shit. Yeah. Wardlow and him. I imagine or like I like know. like uh, Roddy beats Orange. Yeah. And then whoever for the Ring of Honor tags or whatever, and then you get and then MGF recruits Orange because he's like, hey, you want to help me mm-hmm. beat them up? And you recruit the acclaimed or you recruit whoever, and then it's you know you get a nice five on five. Yeah. Exactly. Like there's so faces your, win. The and fact then, that we're just ad ad libbing this. Right, and you're just like, hey, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. That shows you that the the program could have legs. Yeah, it's just how do you want to get there? The, mm-hmm. And I think the problem is, is that, and Tony's done a good job of this historically, right, of working backwards. Okay, at some point we need to get to Kenny as champion. How do we get to Kenny as champion? How do we get this Punk feud where, like, I I very distinctly think he thinks that like he's like, oh, I'm gonna get Punk the title. How do I get Punk the title? How are we going to do this, right? How do we set this up correctly, right? Yeah. I don't feel like that's happening here. And yeah, I feel like he's kind I of think going by the seat of his pants. I was going to say, the only thing I could think of, if he if he has a plan to do MJF and Cole at All In mm-hmm. for like a second time, second main event or whatever, and you go, okay, that's in August. We're in January. So we need time to let this build out. Mm-hmm. How do we get Because we have five pay-per-views in between right. now and then. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of time, and Cole's not 100% healthy, so there's a lot of time if he's got to win the title, war, then we start building Wardlow, right. maybe in the summertime maybe Wardlow. Even, yeah, here's the thing. You want to get that second one in, right? Maybe it's not for the title yet. Maybe that's the springboard win that Cole gets to then get, like, okay, yeah. and they beat him, right? They beat MJF, and then MJF goes away again, maybe, right? Yeah. And it's like, I beat him, he's in my rear view mirror, I don't need to do anything, because... MJS first stick is going to be I want revenge, but the other thing is going to be you've never beat me. Yeah. Right? So if you get to that point and then that's the springboard to get Cole the title that next month because they're doing monthly or even, God forbid, the next week, 
right? With that, that sets up nicely where, yeah. hey, now I'm going to, you know, that's the number one contendership to get to Joe or name a guy. Cole wins it, and now it's the MGF story of having to get back up yeah. to face Cole. And then, while well, at the same time, you're establishing Warlow, so maybe Warlow's the reason why MJF wins the title back, and then you spin off into that. There's so many ways you can do this, and we're not doing any of them. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> you know, so I'm hopeful for it. All right, let's talk about last topic of the day. Um, Rumble next weekend, Mike. We're here. We're doing yeah. it. We're hey. doing it. Oh, we're Rollins, too. Yeah. I'm sorry. Rollins, sorry. We're missing Rollins, too. Let's talk about we that. I'm sorry. Rollins. Yeah, we did. We, we forgot about Rollins. Um, we never forgot about Rollins. Rollins with the injury, MCL tear. Um, Maybe meniscus or meniscus something. Meniscus problems, right? Dave is just basically throwing every hypothetical out there, so it's not helping our cause at all. He's like, well, I can miss four to six weeks and keep the dial. If it's longer than that, he may have to get rid I'm like, so you're just saying all the things that could potentially happen. Well, a, a pig could fly across the room here. I, uh-huh. That's a potential. Um, if he's hurt, legit mm-hmm. hurt, right, what is your timeline in terms of how long can he keep the title without defending it and it be okay? Mania. You think so? You think yeah. they can stretch it where it's like, oh, hey, look, like, absolutely. hey, okay. Listen, if Roman doesn't have to defend it's Mania outside of the Rumble, Rollins can. Rollins can That's a Rollins. fair point, Michael. That's a fair ass point. You're right about that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, I'm mean, being like, serious. No, I'm like, being like, serious. legitimately, like, yeah. Roman's going to defend it at the Rumble. Yeah. And then he won't defend against Mania. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if the Elimination Chamber report is true and he's not going to be there or right. whatever. Right, right, right. If that's the case, if, especially if. We think Punk is going to be the one to win the Rumble, which we'll talk about. Yeah. If Punk is the one and then he challenges Rollins, you have that match already built up. You don't need him to wrestle every single week. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, it would be really good if he could come out for promos. Which I think he could. Which I think, he, yeah. I imagine, yeah. even if he has to be in like a cast or mm-hmm. like a knee brace or whatever, whatever the case may be. Uh, but it's already built into the storyline of like he's banged up and he's hurt, but he's willing through all these matches. It adds to that storyline yeah. even more. It's a lot more interesting now that you can tell Rollins, hey, you're going to keep the title to Mania, but you're putting Punk over at Mania. And Rollins goes, I'm sorry, what now? Yeah. Well, I'm honestly, rather... I mean, he might not even put him over. I right. mean, if he can work Mania and then it maybe take another month off and maybe work after, like right. maybe that works yeah. too. But yeah. I think he could hold it to Mania and be perfectly fine without defending yeah, it. Yeah, I'm very Especially fascinated. Especially with only one pay per view in between and it's the change. So you just have two or three chamber matches, and then I'm fascinated on what they're going to do because there's a report he's going to come out and address things. I think personally it could be a swerve where it's like, yeah, the reports are true. I really hurt up my knee, but I'm not going anywhere, blah, 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 blah. I could see this is where Priest cashes in, too. I could see a very short run for Priest as champion just to get them through chamber somehow or something, and it's going to be shitty, but I could see it. I don't love it. And I think this is throwing a lot of wrenches and a lot of plans. Yeah. If he's legit, like he can't work. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. See, I just like for Chamber, I know it's like a big thing. And not having either one of your world champions wrestle would kind of stink. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if you put a big Gunther match on there. Well, you know, and Rhea's then Rhea's going to main, Rhea's yeah. gonna main event or just yeah. be a big portion mm-hmm. on the show with someone. or And then you have two or three Chamber. Like you have enough to supplement. Yeah. You absolutely. Not having enough. Rollins or Reigns on the show. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's going to it's a tough. It's a tough ask for sure, right? But listen, you're going to have Cody out there, Cody versus name a guy. Maybe you sign Okada and Okada debuts out there and nobody goes, what the? Because then yeah. no one's going to talk about the show anyway. It's like Okada's here. Yeah. The well, ever. that's the thing is if yeah. he signs, well, so the only, I mean, he does, he's got New Japan shows until like the middle of February. 
Does he? Yeah. Nah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, he has. Uh, I think his last show is like the twenty third of February or something. So I don't. I don't know how that would play into Chamber Plans, but if he signed on February first, and it's in Australia, so if he flies over from Australia to mm-hmm. Japan, it's actually not probably not that far. Yeah. Considering, um, we'll see. But I mean, if you announced Okada to be at Chamber versus anybody, well, no, they just shows up. Or he like, just shows up. Did. Like Survivor. Is anybody talking about what happened at Survivor Series? No. no, talking no. about Punk came back, right? Yeah. It's like crowd's gonna be hot enough. Yeah, it'll without, be it, without it. But yeah, um, yeah, I think, I think you could hold off to Mania if it's post Mania, where like he needs like a surgery and he's out for a couple months, mm-hmm. then you might have to do the cash in or something. I'm it, very but. interested to see what they're gonna do on Monday. I really am because I don't know. Like that's gonna tell us a lot. I was gonna say I imagine they have their diagnosis, they know what they're gonna do. So on Monday, if a cash in happens, you go rounds hurt. He's not gonna be at Mania. Mm-hmm. If he comes out, he's like, oh, I'm fine, and nothing really happens. He'll be there at Mania. Yeah. Like I imagine those are the two plans, mm-hmm. and it's. Yeah, one of those two. One of right? the two. I just don't want Damian Priest going in as world champion. That's the worst case. That's the worst case scenario yeah, for me. What does he do then? Nothing. So what, what, was it, what would his plans been originally? Well, like maybe him and Finn or something? Yeah, pro- or even defend the tag, the tag champs. Defend the tag titles. Oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah go that, against, yeah. you know, shit. Honestly, give me awesome truth versus them. Soul. So R-Truth funny. is great. I love R-Truth. He's so funny. He's so fucking awesome. He's the best. He's a Hall of Famer. I'm really just hoping that DIY wins the titles at Mania. That's cool, too. Yes, I completely forgot about. Awesome. Done. That's my best case. Yeah, yeah right. There you go. Sold me on it. Um, all right, let's talk Rumble because I'm excited to talk about Rumble. Um, how many matches are actually on this show announced right now? Four. Like four? Well, like two. Two Rumbles. Two, and then two more. Okay, all right. Let's talk about the two non-Rumbles first real quick. All right. Um, so we got mm-hmm. a U.S. title match. A U.S. title match. Yep. yep. We got Logan Paul, ah, who is the champion. Yeah. Take on Kevin Owens. Yeah. And Logan Paul's going to win. Yeah, he won a tournament, right? Owens did. Yeah, this is, I feel yeah, like it's just waiting for LA Knight to Santo beat him. Escobar in the final. I feel like it's just waiting for LA Knight to beat him. Yes. So, I think this will be a fine match. I think Owens will do everything, make him look good. You know, he'll cheat. Yeah, it'll be a good team. match, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But Hit I him think, with the I, brass knucks or whatever the hell, and call be it about our way. Yeah. yeah. And then the fatal four-way for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. God, that's why a lot of so words. Long. A lot of words. It's called the WWE title at this point. Exactly. No one cares um, about the Universal Championship. That we never hey, did. We never did. <laughs> but now we definitely don't. <laughs> yeah. We only care because it was the start of Roman's reign. That's yeah, how the historic exactly. reign. That's all that. Yeah. Matters. The fact that Goldberg held it multiple times. Yeah, I'm out. I'm yeah. good. Uh, Reigns obviously champion defending against Orton, Styles, and L.A. Knight. Yep. Yeah, is the champion in trouble? No, he's <laughs> not. He's not. This will be really good though. No. They'll get you at one point, right? They'll get you once or twice. The on, fatal, oh shit! The fatal four way helps because uh-huh. Orton will hit RKO on like L.A. Knight, and then you'll think it's over because it's not Reigns. And then AJ comes in phenomenal forearm, and you're like, oh, and then Spear, and then oh, okay, one, two, three. And it's yeah, over. Like, there'll be, yeah, there'll be a couple. There'll never be a Robins getting pinned in trouble no. moment, but there'll be. Yeah. Uh, is AJ gonna pin LA Knight? Yeah, like right? there'll yeah. be one of those. Yeah, and realistically, it's got to be Orton doing it because Orton's the only one I think would even have any semblance of a chance to win this match. Yeah, and then two, right? I, I do think there's gonna be a lot of shenanigans in this match, right? I think the bloodline's gonna get heavily involved in this match. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, I mean, like does, heavily, like, does it not like to the point where it's like we've got seven on three. It's like four on four almost, or three on three. It's a six man tag, but not really. <laughs> You know what I mean? One of those deals. I really do feel like this is no, going to be. No, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, Roman I mean, retains. Give me a Roman match that hasn't had like 17 people involved in the last like year. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 we're getting there. 
we're getting there. The problem here's the problem though is that every time he's on television though, and every time he works, it's it's must see shit because you just don't know, right? Yeah. Like it's it's hard. Um, saying that though, I'm ready for a new WWE champion now. I'm very much ready for it. Okay. Like I was, you know me, I was in team. Nope. You don't touch it. Don't fuck with it. Uh-huh. I'm ready to fuck with it now. Okay. <laughs> but I'm glad Ro- Romans, Romans, Romans champ until mania. And then he needs to drop it. I, I don't care about the rock at this point. I don't, you can do rock Roman at SummerSlam. You can do rock Roman at next year's mania. There's so many things you can do with this match that has nothing to do with the title. I'll write it for you if you need it. It's not that difficult to get to. It's not that hard. We don't need the title on Roman for the next six months. It's not a thing. It got there. The next year. But, but, but whatever. You know what I'm saying, yeah. though, right? Like, the, yeah. if we got to SummerSlam or whatever, like, I don't care. Like, just fucking let's go. Yeah. I'm glad you're on my boat. I've been on the boat for a year, so. Yeah. I mean, when Cody lost, I was not happy last yeah. year. I was not happy. But I was like, okay. I was like, the see way- what happens. And then I've seen what happens, and I go, it's fine. But the problem is, is that you look at it and you go, he's Cody is still just as over. Yeah, probably. He's selling the most merch. He is the guy. He is their new John Cena. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. So let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Do like, we, like, realistically, do we think if they waited any more time, at what point does Cody stop Here's the thing. So over, do you think, I don't I don't no? think it does because of the fact of what they're doing with him because he's he's on every fucking show, dude. He's on every fu- he's he's everywhere, man. Like that's why I say he's their new Cena because Cena didn't have to be the champion to be the top guy. He's yeah. the top guy, but the problem is at some point you have to reward the fans for going this is our guy. We're raising his hand over and over and over again. I don't care how many times he beat Brock. Let's go. You know, Roman holding the title for another year. What does that do for Roman? He's not breaking Bruno's record. No. So great. He beats Hogan's. Congratulations. He's the second longest reigning champion ever. Okay, great. First last. I, I, I don't I don't care. Like at that, that, that point, it's not about the fact that he's breaking a record of so-and-so. That's got nothing to do with it at this point. It's the fact that you've built this up to the point where it goes, he's the most insurmountable task we've ever seen in modern history. So when someone does it, you go, that's the guy. Mm-hmm. You better get used to it because this is the guy. That's what we're getting to. You got to be able at some point to come out of this and go, holy shit, we've, we've set ourselves up for the next 10 years with the newest new hotness. And the new hotness is Cody. Just is. He's everything they want in, in, a, in, a, in a top guy. Yeah. Everything. I agree. There's nothing to it. Oh. All right. Rumbles. All right. Rumbles. So we got a women's for a rumble. Bailey. They will be five out of thirty entrants have been announced. Bailey, but there's but there's five out of thirty. But it's Bailey. Okay, it's actually Naomi coming back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> so the five announced so far are Maxine Dupree. No, uh, she's probably my favorite now. Bianca Belair. Oh uh, no, actually her instead. Becky Lynch. Ah, uh, she might win it too. Are you Booker T? <laughs> my top five. Top five. <laughs> Actually, no, what was it? Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler. Every time that's my pick, and then they got eliminated. Go. I never picked them anyway. Yeah, he was great. Was I love it. Uh, Becky Lynch, Nia Jax, and then Bailey. Yeah, it, I feel like this is Bailey's match. I, feel like it. I mean, you've said that last I have. Dude, I think I've been hard we, on the Bailey yeah. thing for a while. I, last year, we both picked Rhea because it was clear. Like, okay, Rhea's yeah. going to do it. And then she came on number one, and I went, well, that hurts a little. <laughs> um, that's good. Yeah, no, I think it is Bailey's, though. I think it's going to wind up being Bailey and EO at, the, at, at Mania. 
I think Bailey has earned the right to have that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have anybody else ready to go, honestly. No, not really. You know? All right, Bailey. Because Becky's going to win the chamber in Australia to set up her in Rhea. Rhea. Yeah. And then you're just going to go about it and have two banger women's title matches. Solid. I'm good with that. Yeah. Shit. I'm in. Yeah. I'm not bitching. (laughs) (laughs) Men's Royal Rumble match. This is where shit's going to get real interesting. So, people announced. (laughs) There's like three, isn't there? No, there's nine out of 30. Oh, nine? Really? There's nine guys? Yeah. I mean, most of these people we can just throw out the water. Hey, 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 hey. Otis is a guy. So, Otis is the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. Otis, Akira Tazara, Chad Gable, Bobby Lashley. Four swings and misses so far. Shinsuke Nakamura. Love Shinsuke. He's winning it. Okay. Drew McIntyre. He's my new favorite. Gunther. Definitely my new favorite. Cody Rhodes. My actual favorite. CM Punk. Second place. <laughs> Those are the nine announced. Yeah. Um, um, I'm sure we'll get several others. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure coming up. We'll yeah. Get I mean, but they never announce the full gamut every no, year. No, because anyway. they keep on these. They, got, they got like, ones. listen, Gunther, Drew, Cody, and Punk. Does anybody else care about anybody else? Not really. Exactly. Uh, Punk is my pick, probably. So here's the thing. So I I don't know. Like They're going to do it where it's going to be Cody and Punk at the end, I would assume. Here is the hard part for me, though. Okay. okay. Does it get to that point where if... Because that crowd is going to be so hot, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be electric. I can't wait. However. Okay. Okay. I'm waiting. When you get to Punk and Cody, do you feel like a little bit of it's going to be like you're going to have that 50-50 where half the fans are going to be like, yeah, and the other half are going to be like, shit. Kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, is that necessarily the best route? Because I think it could go one of two ways. It could go like the Shawn Michaels Undertaker route where you go, I'm happy that both guys are at the end, so I don't really care, right? Like, this is awesome. Until the finish happens. Then you go, oh. Well, yeah, I think you know what I mean. I think the what I would say about it, mm-hmm. like kind of like the Undertaker Sean one, mm-hmm. even though I don't think historically it was like that until actual mania, is I think people know that these guys are going to be in the main events of both. They matches. had a string of run there where it was like whoever finishes first and second is both going to get title shots anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. If, I, I don't think Sean was actually, like, supposed to be in the 23 Well, no. Event. Well, it was supposed to be Triple H. Yeah, he blew right? Yeah, yeah, before so that. They, but then yeah. they moved Shawn Michaels into that. Yeah. But, like, this one, I think if you do Rhodes and Punk, I think because people are like, all right, so we're probably doing Rhodes and Reigns and Punk and Rollins. That's the hope. If those are your main events, it doesn't really matter who wins this one because mm-hmm. the other one will find a way to be in the match, and then they're in the match. Like, mm-hmm. then you get the two matches you want, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think... Would it there ma- might be a crowd disparity, but at yeah. the same time, I'm like, I don't think it matters that much because people know what's going to I wonder if if you almost want to, like, confirm that before the like while the match is happening. And what I mean by that is it's like, okay, you get down to Cody and Punk, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe Solo's in the final five, six, right? Solo gets eliminated, right, in that mix, okay? Solo or Roman or the Bloodline cost Cody. Yeah, maybe. To ensure, right, that he's not. Now, you're going to get a lot of boos in that situation. That might hurt Punk's moment, but I think people will be so happy that Punk won it. It's his first match back. I think he's the only guy you can get away with that. What a slightly better ending then would be, say, like a final three of Cody, 
Punk and Gunther. Yeah. And then you do the throw out with Paul mm-hmm. or with Cody with the bloodline, but then you get Punk and Gunther and people were oh, like, yeah. people okay, like you either yeah. one of these guys win right. I'm okay with. Yeah. So then it doesn't kill the Punk moment when right. he does win. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Where it's like they cost him. It's like, why did they do that? Yeah. And maybe they're they, afraid. They don't want to see Cody. And again. maybe they cost him a little, or I guess you could maybe take the book out of like the, the, the Shawn Michaels rumble mm-hmm. where he gets eliminated in like the final four but it's like the final four was a really long final four right, right. in that rumble yeah, yeah um because that was the one that edge came back and everything yeah. where like he gets eliminated cody's like pissed that he's like dude they just cost me this match mm-hmm. but then like you have the, the crowd can settle down and really pay attention to the final three right yeah. because you maybe you have the match go another 10 minutes or something where mm-hmm. it's like okay we kind of like forgot about that and with Co- i think punk. cody with being like number one Remember he entered 30 last year? Yeah. Say he comes in at one this time, right? And you're like, hey, like he's going to go through it. And that's the story of, well, okay, they're going to make him go through all the way through, right? Because he's got to overcome another obstacle. Yeah, and everyone obstacle. imagines. And then it's, it's like he's so exhausted, and then he's like saving him. You know, he's just holding on for dear life, and they screw him over, and everyone's like, what the yeah. hell? But then you, in the back of your mind, you go, okay, right? Like getting some sort of affirmation that, he's going to be mm-hmm. the next challenger again, I feel like is is kind of pivotal. But I don't know if that's the route they're going to. Because they could easily just go, hey, he wins the chamber and he goes over. But to your point, he has no reason to be in the chamber. If yeah. it's if, if Punk goes out the next day and goes, I'm facing Rollins, you go, well, SmackDown's getting it. Like, he has no reason to be in the chamber, right? Yes. So it's like, how do you, which is why, you like, get that? Which is why Cody winning... And then just putting Punk in the raw chamber right. makes, makes more, more sense. Li- linear sense. Yes, yes, I agree with you a thousand percent. Now, WWE doesn't always go the, the make sense route when they do no. this stuff, so they could just put Cody in it because, you know, why yeah. not? But I uh, feel like Punk winning it, it's almost like, I don't know. It's weird to me. I, 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 I feel like it's so, because both ends, you could make the argument go, well, it's predictable. I feel like Cody winning it again is less predictable than Punk winning it because of the rock shit and everything else, right? Where you're like, oh, okay, they actually did go with, we're actually going to do it. We're actually going to go with Cody mm. rather than, okay, Punk wins. Like, okay, yeah, but he's not, that, Rollins has been champ six months. Like, that's not the same as beating Roman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like if they went with Cody again, I feel like that's a bigger like oh shit all right we're we're actually gonna get it rather than last year it felt like there's nobody else to do it besides Cody yeah this year it's like they could go Punk but if they go Cody a second time he's only the third person ever fourth person to win back to back Rumbles or multiple Rumbles right you're like okay shit fifth shit I keep thinking of more people um, he wins another Rumble wins it back to back first time since Sean did it I think Sean no Stone Cold Stone Cold ninety seven ninety eight but okay, now we're really going to, like, get behind it. You know what I mean? I don't know. How do you feel on that? Like, you, do you think there's a there's a better predictability aspect of it? If, if like, because we're so, we never want the predictable Royal Rumble, right? That's, yeah. that's the one that always sucks, right? Like, and I think they did a decent job with the Gunther Cody thing at the end and telling a great story. Do you think that it's more predictable if Punk wins it or more predictable in a bad way mm-hmm. if Cody wins it? In terms of the rumble itself, because we know the implications going forward, yeah. but it's the in that moment, it's like, okay, Punk wins, you go, I mean, yeah, that's great, but now I'm like, now, shit, are they really going to try and figure out Rock Roman and Cody's just going to have a match? Because that's going to suck. Yeah, I think to save everyone heartache, yeah. I think it would be easier if Cody wins. Yeah. 
because then you know for sure Cody's going to right. be and you can like we match. talked about. There's a very easy linear way we get to the world title match where maybe Punk to, or Rollins, if he is banged up, doesn't have to work because that's the main event. Yeah, who wins this faces Rollins. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that might add up better. Than, yeah, because I feel like, yeah, I think I think that could that could probably be the better course of action. Yeah. Um, I also think there's a thing though where it's like I feel like Punk first match back. He's never won a Rumble. Like, I wonder if, how much that plays into effect, Well, I too. mean, you always got next year, too, right? Like, you, there's a million different ways you could do it. I personally think next year's main event should be Punk and Cody. Yeah, maybe. For the title. And you go, listen, you know, right? And then it's that story of, like, you know, and then if you flip one of them, right? I, I think it'd be really hard to flip Cody at that this point. You'd but like, probably flip Punk. But you could, right? You could flip Punk. Punk would be like, listen, man, yeah, I was just this close last year, right? You took my moment away, right? Everything yeah. was lining up for me. And, yeah, I became world heavyweight champion and blah, blah, blah. Or even if he loses, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like everything downward spiral. There's, there's, you know, there's you can skin that cat a million ways. But I'm just looking at it from the aspect of, okay, Punk wins. Everyone goes, yay, but... Rather than if Cody wins, you go, oh thank God, okay, we're we're gonna get it. We're it, it's a it's a firm commitment. We're getting the rematch. You yeah. know what I mean? Where instead of having to like fantasy book your way into how do I get exactly what I want? Yeah, you, you know I, what I'm saying. I, I honestly, <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess on the flip side of that, yeah. w, from WWE sides, what makes more compelling TV? I, I think would be Cody. Not winning, yeah. because then it would be, okay, you have to watch week to week to go, how does Cody end up in I, this match? I, I just think compelling TV, in my opinion, right, as a viewer, I would just be like, man, give me six, eight, ten weeks of him teasing the match and going through it and building in through story, right? Yeah. Just talking. And, like, you have the greatest talker second behind Bobby Heenan and Paul Heyman. Like, you've got... You have that resource, right? Mm-hmm. Where I don't feel like they did a great job of that the first time. Yeah. I feel like you could really, because now you have the history of they've actually faced off. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, hey, I, I had you. You know I had you. Yeah. Right? And you know what I mean? Like, there's just so many different ways you can play that where it's like, man, if I get 15 minutes of solid promo work each week on SmackDown for the next six weeks. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Or maybe it gets to the point where it's like, but, you got to beat Solo and Jay uh, in a handicap. Yeah, I would, I would say the only thing is, I think there's a delicate time yeah. spent on, like, mm-hmm. like, I don't think they had enough time last year to really put it together. Almost because, too much now. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's, like, too much where I'm yeah. like, I don't want, like, as long as it would be nice to have, like, nine weeks. But it's like, if they just came out nine weeks straight of just, I want you, Roman. Well, and, you know, you do the match yeah, you do with Solo and, and, and Jay. But, and like, else. I think at one point it's like, okay, we, like, last year was fun because Roman had, like, a side quest mm-hmm. before getting there. Right. Like, they're both just at each other. Right. And that's all they have. Yeah. And I think that would get a I just wanted. To, I just want to get it to that point where it's a fever pitch, where it's like, I cannot wait to see it again. Yeah. Right? Because everybody thought, we thought we knew it was going to happen last year. <sighs> now it's like, okay, we're now we're we're jaded. We're Lions fans, right? We know the what happens at the end of this shit. It's never good, right? It's never good. So it's like, how do we get to that point where like we're at that moment where it's like you're before the match even starts, you're on the edge of your seat because you're so worried about what's gonna happen, right? When's the last time you had that moment as a wrestling fan where you go, Oh shit. Like go, especially going into a WrestleMania main event, right? Because main events usually are pretty mm-hmm. like, okay, this guy's gonna win, right? Where you go into the match and you go, they should do this. <laughs> Last year's <laughs> right, but exactly right. Like they should do this. Yeah, 
But if they don't do this, I don't know what I'm going to do, right? Like, I might spontaneously combust into flames if Cody does not win the title, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that is something you cannot buy. That is something that has to be organically conjured up Mm -hmm. over years of work, right? And I can't think of a better way for them to get to, okay, at 40, not 41, not 40, historic landmark event, Mm X, 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 X. I have four X's, right? That's not how the numerals work, by the way. It'd be XL. Oh, yeah, whatever, right? You know, okay, (laughs) you know, whatever, fine. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. But that's what I want, though, right? Uh It's like you get to that point where you know the match is coming up next, and you go, I am actively nervous for what's about to happen. See, I'd have that no matter what. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like like, Rumble win or like whatever, however they get there, I'd be... yeah. Very nervous, no matter what. Yeah, true. They don't. They don't have to do a single promo against each other. They yeah. just have to have the match and go talk. I don't know what the fuck's gonna. Just do the do the triple H taker thing. They just both stare at each other for six minutes, and the crowd <laughs> goes crazy. I remember that day like it's yesterday. I remember watching that, and I went, "I have chills." Because uh, they didn't say a word. No, they just looked not. at Mania then. I went, "Oh my god, we're gonna do this. It's the best thing ever." Yeah, and I was so excited. Oh, so excited! It's the best. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, phenomenal. it was like the only good match on that show. Pretty much. Um, yeah, that's about that's. This mania has a lot of I have expectations going in. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, it anyway, uh, that's going to be the Rumble, though. Uh, next week, we're talking... What are we talking next week? Rumble. Talking the winner of the Rumble, right? Because it's on Saturday, right? Yeah. Talking that. Um, obviously, you know, at that point, you'll, our quick hitter episode of the AFC-NFC Championship preview will be out as well. So we'll be talking... Um, you know, we'll be talking some previews about that, pushing that pretty hard. But uh, that's going to be it for this week's show, guys. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he... Is the Merck so Mike Merkel? I'm the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyke, and we will see you guys as always next time. Go Lions.